Hi everyone, this is the third episode of the Pedal Podcast and this week I had the pleasure to talk to Emma Kimber who's the founding editor of the Bandeja which is the only magazine dedicated to grassroots pedal players in the UK and obviously further afield as well. The idea for the magazine was born on a pedal court and since its launch last year the Bandeja has attracted thousands of online readers. It also recently went into print which is an immense achievement in a digital era, and the new website is on the way. In this episode, we are mentioning a lot of key players in the pedal industry, so please enjoy and let us know what you think. Hi, Emma. Thank you very much for accepting my invite. It's really, really amazing. And what I have to say is that you were one of the first guests who I wanted to speak to, because what I can say is that the Bandeja is such an unbelievable magazine, and most of most of what we will talk about will be your magazine. And I just want to basically um, ask on how you got into Paddle, and, and how is it, and, and how is Paddle going with you? Um, I got into Paddle through one of my really good friends, um, a lady called Katie Weiner, um, and I knew her, we were both at that time living in Dubai, um, and she um, came home and she started playing Paddle, and she said to me, Emma, you should have a go at playing Paddle, you'd absolutely love it. She knew that I played tennis, I played tennis, I don't know, since I was about 11, so that's too many years than I wish to remember, um, and she said, you should try it. Um, Fortunately, I live near a paddle court. Um, my, my closest one is Paddle United in Malden, which is about 15 minutes down the road. Um, and Katie said to me, Katie plays at Sonborn, and she said she should give it a go. So I went along, had a lesson, and I fell in love with it. Um, I love hitting the ball hard, and I know that you're not meant to hit the ball hard, but um, my first lesson at Paddle United was with Kai, Kai Woodgate, and I think I was just so excited and it still happens to this day. I get on court and if I'm a little bit nervous or a little bit excited, the first 10 minutes is just mayhem because I just love hitting the ball. So bless him. I'd say to him, do you know what, Kai, just give me 10 minutes. I just want to really hit it really hard. Can I do that? Um, so he he gave me my first lesson. I had a series of lessons with him and just fell in love with it. Um, and what I learned from there was how, how, how do you go from taking lessons into playing um, because the rules are so very different to tennis. And if you're a tennis player, there's a lot of, a lot of it that is very counterintuitive. Um, so it was, how do you go? And that's quite a big step. So, but there were some ladies on the next court who were short of somebody. Um, I was a somebody, so I jumped on court with them and it was awful absolutely terrible because I, I you you stand in different places to serve um they were, you know you stand on the same side it was like very odd what's going on here I couldn't hit it off the walls because I'd had no practice I've played squash but not to any level um so it was all really really different and I was really nervous so that was my introduction to paddle so I took a few more lessons and then um started playing matches at my level rather than going in with probably some of the better ladies in the club um, um, and then just went from there. So that's probably 18 months ago. Um, and just absolutely loving it. I'm a two-time national champion in tennis uh, in Hungary. Oh. So um, um, amateur levels, but still, you know, we we won the doubles. So that's that was, um, so that's my sport. And as soon as I, I got into the pedal ring, let's put it that way, because it's, it's such a nice, nice environment in many ways, uh, I hit the ball hard. I have to say, so I can relate because I, whenever I get a smash, I'm not going to 
actually hit the bandeja. I'm just gonna go for it. Now I'm I'm getting better at it. But what I can say is is I can definitely relate on what you said about how infectious pedal is, and also about how amazing that is to to be a tennis player and in a transitioning into to being a pedal player. So uh, so yeah, I'm 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 really happy that that you said it as well that you are a keen pedal player because it is it is making waves in in the UK and uh, it's just unbelievable that you felt the need to start the magazine the Bandeja and and I and I wanted to pick your brain on what was the motive behind it. Really straightforward. So my background is journalism. Um, I I've been a journalist and editor and um, yeah, newspapers and magazines um, for my whole life until um, I had a family and then I, I slipped over into the PR sector just to make um, life a little easier. Um, and uh, I've always considered myself a journalist and I've done various things through the years. Um, I was on court with another really lovely good friend called Catherine Lerard, um, who also knows Katie Weiner, because again, we were all in Dubai together. So uh, Catherine and I were playing at Maldon, Paddle United, um, and saying, you know, th th there must be some business opportunities here. Um, and obviously, there's been various businesses set up um, from people, you know, they're doing rackets, and we're thinking, well, maybe we could do that. Could we do that? People have already done that. They've set up little shops, and they're doing that from, you know, the garages or their, their spare bedrooms and what have you. And it's like, well, what can we do? There must be a business here. And for, for for ages I've been saying there wasn't any information I wanted to buy a racket and I didn't know what to look for um you know you can spend 50 quid you can spend 350 quid or more what's the difference what are you getting where should I where should I go for a racket so there was no information online and I'm I'm very um, you go you go onto websites and you read all the descriptions every single racket is fantastic so where do you start? Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd really felt there was a lack of information. So Catherine and I were standing talking about it with Kai saying, oh, yeah, we should. Start. I said, do you know what? It's staring us in the face. We should start a magazine. That's what we should do. So we had a little giggle about it, thinking, yeah, that's a really great idea. What should we call it? So we were throwing around some ideas. Um, I think at one point it was going to be called Vamos. Um, which is, I very much appreciate that my Spanish pronunciation is rubbish, but that's, um, yeah. So we were we were throwing ideas around and then suddenly it, it just came to me, one of the first shots, and again, apologies for my Spanish, um, the bandeca, one of the first shots I learned. And I thought that would be a really great title because it's, it's, it's sort of entry level and people are familiar with it. If you get taught that after a few lessons, you understand what it is, you know about it. So it, it, it sort of, you feel an affinity with it so you'd you'd see that word and you'd understand it you know what it's about so yeah so that that's how it got its name it's as simple as that there were it was not complicated um and sometimes i wondered if i'd pick the right word because i do not pronounce it correctly but um proudly so in many ways because one of the things that i really want to achieve with the magazine is that it it appeals to everybody so nobody feels excluded so if you're just starting to play paddle I would like to think that you can pick it up, you can go online or you can get the printed issue now um, and you can feel that you're part of something, that it's not too highbrow. Um, it's very much aimed at grassroots paddle players. So for everybody that's stepping on court for the first time, has been playing for a few years or, you know, you're heading up the LTA gradings, um, there should be something in there for most people. We don't want to be 
all things to everybody. Um, we are firmly, firmly, firmly looking at the grassroots paddle player. Um, and it's sort of me, really, and all my friends and all the people we play with. Um, we're just super passionate about it. And I, we talk about hitting it hard. I do want to say that it's my hard hitting is quite rubbish. It's not good. <laughs> it's just exciting. And that's what we want to bring through into the magazine. We want to bring through this excitement. It's this fantastic new sport that is so inclusive that you can get onto court, you can have a racket, borrow a racket from your club or loan it, you know, for just not too much money. And you can have a go. You can see if you like it. You don't have to, I mean, I, you don't have to be super flexible. You don't have to be super quick. You find your level. And that's what I love. I want everybody to give it a go because I do think that it can do, it can get people moving. You don't yeah. have to be super sporty. Yeah. You can get on court, find the people that are your level and you can have a lot of fun. You can have a bit of exercise and it's empowering as well. One of the ladies that I met really early on, she reached out to me, is a lady called Nikki Horn, who um, is Rawdon and Harrogate. She, she uh, coaches at Harrogate now. And she's done a phenomenal job getting girls, or females, I should say, um, into playing paddle. And she's built a massive community of female paddle players. Um, and I, I just think her work is amazing. Another lady that um, actually, I should mention, when, when I first launched, um, I had this mad idea and I was just randomly reaching out to people. LinkedIn has been amazing. Um, I don't know whether you've found the same with setting up what you're doing, but LinkedIn has given me an in to a lot of people that I wouldn't have been able to get to. But I, um, one of the, I, I needed a little bit of backing, I guess is the right word for this. So I reached out to two organizations. Um, one of them was Paddle Shack up uh, near Colchester. It's one of the few, in fact, I think it's the only bricks and mortar um, paddle shop in the UK. Um, a guy called Bob Smith who runs it and I had a chat with him and I gave him my ideas of what I wanted to achieve. He's been in the industry for years um, and he was very kind and very polite and he listened to me and he, he nodded and he was very encouraging. My next call to him was saying, Bob, do you know what? Would you mind sponsoring me? And he was like, mm, okay all right then I'll do that without there was hardly any hesitation I remember that phone call I was sitting in the car park at Paddle United it was a rainy evening dark night and I just rang him up and he barely hesitated and there's moments like that in your life and you think you know what I'm going to remember that that's a thing that will always stick with me so he was number one and the second one um, I got introduced to Joe Buchanan Smith from Playtomic had a very similar conversation with her and she was like do you know what Emma why not let's go for it so I launched with two partners on board and they enabled me to lift off just that little bit just what I needed to get going so there have been so many amazing people another person iPaddle is in the news at the moment because of the iPaddle finals that have just taken place at uh, We Are Paddling Derby Ian Colligan this massive source of information. I've got a list, I wrote down a list and it just kept getting longer and longer of all the people that I was really grateful for. Um, because the one thing I learned all the way through my career is that everybody needs a leg up at some point. And if somebody gives you a leg up, you remember it. So yeah, so all the people that have helped in those really early days, I'm just so grateful to them. First of all, congratulations on the printed uh, magazine because. I know that it's a massive thing and it's, it's great that finally 
in the era where everything goes online, you still trust the printed issue. And I really appreciate it because I still love the books. I still love the magazines and I'm really happy that it actually happened. So first of all, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. The, the second thing with, which I wanted to say, it's um, we, I, I do believe that we, all of us are pioneers. I mean, I'm still really in the beginning of, of the whole Paddle podcast. And, and what I'm trying to reach is, is to give an oversight, an overview on how Pedal is, is going, um, the key players, um, what can be reached, uh, what the whole sport is, and, and why it's unbelievable what you say is that since I started playing half a year ago, I cannot shut up talking about it. I cannot literally shut up. Yeah, and, let's not be in the same room together then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's even worse that I'm a salesman originally, so I love to talk anyway. But um, what you said about all these all these uh, people, and we mentioned it in 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 the previous episode with Francesco, is that uh, so far pedal seems a really uh, friendly, uh, really uh, camaraderie place where everyone is working for pedal rather than against each other. And you mentioned Playtomic, um, which is now uh, coming to Bristol with Surge Pedal. They're opening in ten days, so uh, Surge is making waves as well. Um, and Bristol is is uh, beginning to look a lot more like a hub for, for pedal than, than anything else. I mean, I know that London is obviously uh, opening a, a lot of courts as well. Uh, one of them is what we mentioned also off air, the Patium in Canary Wharf, uh, which, is, which is just great that, you know, we, we see this unbelievable growth of, of, of pedal. And what I wanted to ask is I am a racket and apparel guy. So that is my background in many ways. I used to used to be the brand manager for Head uh, mm -hmm. for tennis. Um, and um, what's your racket? <laughs> it's a super good question. So um, as I said, when I started out, I had no idea. So we're dead lucky um, in Moldem because they've got a table with rackets on that they've got a number of um, very good players that play out of the club. So when they've got a bit a bit you know they finished with their rackets they'd put them on the table so you could pick up whatever so number one that I started playing with was a Knox ML10 the lightweight one really liked it um and I still really love it um and I actually went and bought one for myself from Mr Smith at Paddle Shack um and loved playing with that and then the loveliest man from Wilson reached out to me um Adam Stenning and said hmm, would you like to have some rackets no you bet <laughs> so um he very kindly put me some rackets in the post um and i then started playing with one of their their rackets which absolutely loved which is the wilson elite um black and with turquoise bits on it um if that identifies it any better so really enjoyed playing with that and it's got pimples on it and I'm quite a spinny player. I like to play a bit of spin. So I really, I was actually, when I had my knocks, um, one of the guys at the club had got an old racket and he'd actually rubbed the surface down, put PVA on it and dipped it in sand so that he had made himself a rough surface. And I just wow. loved that. And he said, I'll do it for you if you'd like. And I was like, well, actually, I've just bought this racket. So can I just leave it as it is? Would you mind? But that got me thinking that maybe I would like to play with something with a slightly rougher surface. So the Wilsons came along. Um, my Knox was, was very um, smooth. 
and the Wilsons have got nobbles on them so you can get a bit more grip with the ball um, and I really really enjoyed that and I love that racket then they sent me another one um, which I can't remember what it is it's one of the lightweight ones and absolutely again adored it um, so I've been playing with those two I took my original Wilson, the Elite, up to Harrogate to surge when I went to meet the ladies' seniors team um, run by Sally Fisher and Libby Fletcher. And um, one of the players there, Sarah Thomas, had a go with it. She fell in love with it as well. So she now plays with it. Um, so, And I think one of her friends played with it. She lent it to her friend and her friend fell in love with it as well. So the Wilsons have been phenomenal. Now, one of the people that um, I first got in touch with when I started playing was a guy called David Kappa of Paddle Tribe UK. Um, and he also plays at Mould and he did a feature for us in our first issue and will be coming back hopefully in our subsequent issues. Um, I met, I saw him, bumped into him down at the club a few weeks ago and he had some black crowns on um, test from Paddle Shack and he let me try one of them and I can't remember I can have a look for you and I can tell you what it is I can't remember which one it is but I had to go with that's a round racket um, which I'd not been so used to but because it's round you can get a slightly longer handle which means like I'm, my in tennis I play a double-handed backhand so having a slightly longer um, handle was really lovely so I played with the black crown for a little while that evening and I think I've found another love of my life I've, I've sort of moved between Knox Wilson and now black crown I don't have it anymore but I think that might be changing so, we will... <laughs> so all, all the all the listeners if anyone has some uh, some connections to to black crown please send some uh, demos to Emma <laughs> I actually, do you know what? That's a really good point, though, because I've been reaching out to not that I want not not for people send me rackets, but um, I've been reaching out to all the the the, the racket manufacturers and the apparel manufacturers because we have the product pages. Um, so please, I'd be more than willing for them all to get in touch. It's all free; they can put their products on our pages for free. Yeah, no, I mean that's why that's why it's unbelievable that you you started the whole uh, whole bandeja and and how it is. And, and to be fair, I'm, my Spanish is is lacking. And and just to to give a feedback on 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 your Spanish, I mean, I, I love I love uh, uh, different languages, and 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 that's why I don't think I I learned anything else apart from the English language because I always felt like yeah, okay, I'm I'm not too shabby in English, so let's just stick to that one. Sandy Farquharson uh, from Pedal School is is saying the bandeja all the time, so that's why I'm just I'm just basically uh, going with the same thing, and 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 that's why <laughs> I just absolutely love these terms, and I still have a lot to learn in in terms of the different shots because I know that there's there's so many different shots, and and when they when they mention it in their short videos on on Instagram and 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 on on uh, on Facebook and and LinkedIn and all those places. I'm I'm just absolutely stunned that I've got so much to go, and and compared to tennis and and as I say, you know, I've been playing since I was four years old. Tennis is second nature to me. So so there's not not much. I I'm I'm gonna be pretty cocky here, but there's not a lot in tennis which can really surprise me anymore. But with with paddle, there's so much going on. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it that there's something new which people can be drawn into. And when you said that a lot of people have to play it, I 100% agree. Because how I see it is um, it doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how, how as you said, flexible, uh, tall, short, whatever. It's an unbelievably enjoyable sport if you find three other uh, mates 
who play on the same level as you are. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you brought this up. Okay, what's the plan with the bandeja? What do you want to reach? What, what's, what's the plan? A thousand issues, 2000 issues, it's going to go on forever. What's your plans? The plan is quite simple. Um, it's to produce a publication, um, I guess in a community as well, that brings people together that play paddle in the UK and around the world. Um, our readers are all over. Um, so I've, I've got Google Analytics set up on our um, electronic version. And I've, I've got people in Japan, in Korea, um, Argentina, which is not surprising, um, America, all all around the world um the first issue one evening south africa found it um and all of a sudden i was getting all these people coming like pinging in from south africa so it's um it is aimed at the uk but i mean one of the things we we i don't give too much away you know where what direction we're going to be heading in but it would be great if we can talk to other parts of the world as well um so yeah we've got a website that's going to be landing um probably the first week of april um, just putting the final touches to it, then it's going to go out for its um, its final tests, and it will be going live, um, which is fantastic. Got competitions coming on that as well to win rackets. We've always we're always giving away rackets, so um, yeah, it's like, just just have lots of rackets to give away. Um, we're actually paddle 16, 1969. 1969, by the way, is um, a really important year in paddle because that was the year it was invented. For anybody that's wondering why they might call their company 1969. Um, really cool guys. They're gonna. They've agreed to do a competition with us to give away one of their godfathers. I think it retails for about six hundred euro, which I, I'm so excited about because we have a designer working on the magazine, and I'm going to give her the godfather and say, design me a competition page that goes with this because there's so much to work with for it. But I think the the the, the, the images and the graphics that can go with it will just be such fun. And do you know what? All of this is. Paddle is so much fun and we want the fun to come through in what we're doing as well. I want to have fun um, and have a great, and I've met some great people. So yeah, it's um, keep, keep watching for, for a, a Godfather competition. I mean, I will definitely enter. I have to say, I, I got sent to records by uh, Tennis Warehouse Europe and, um, and I was, I was really happy with that. And I, I actually um, tried uh, a babble and a head and I tried quite a few different records from, from like, uh, um, you know, sort of the cheaper version because I, I didn't know if I will get hooked. Oh yes, I knew I will get, get hooked. But anyway, um, I, I bought one bull pedal one and the bull pedal, I have to say, and I said it in, in the previous episode as well. I think that the bull pedal uh, records are so well-made. They are unbelievable. It's just such a great thing to see that like there's the cork rackets, there's, you said the 1969, there's, there's the bull pedal. And what I also wanted to mention is that I will talk to Toby Bowden in the coming weeks, hopefully as well, who's uh, doing drop shot and he's a real jolly joker in, uh, in paddle in, in many ways. Big things are coming up. Okay, so how many times are we playing a week? Do you know what? At the minute, it's talking how many times am I playing a month because things are so busy that I actually am getting so little court time. Um, because I don't know whether you're aware, but the Bandeka is my sideline. I actually run my own PR agency. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, it is quite busy. But having said that, the last time I was on court, um, actually the completely last time was when I played during the Four Nations 
um, at Derby and they did some community sort of outreach, I guess. It was fantastic, just the most brilliant idea. Um, it just allowed normal people like me to get onto court with the paddle gods that were taking part in the Four Nations competition at We Are Paddling Derby. So that was just really great. Um, and I played with, with a, a Scottish guy and uh, one of the Welsh ladies and, you know, a whole mix of people. And I met some really nice players from We Are Paddle as well up in Derby. So that was that was really cool. And then the time before that, um, I was on court with Sam Jones. I had a, a match play session um, in Malden with Sam and Danny Troy who um, runs Malden and I'd, I'd tweaked my back. So every time I moved, my back was sort of going into spasms. So I played like a complete and utter numpty. And I do apologize. Sorry, Sam, he must've been thinking. Uh, uh. I will I will ask him about that. Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to feature on, on the podcast as well, hopefully. So uh, so I will definitely ask him what he felt, how how was his feelings? And and I don't think- Don't, he don't ask him, don't ask him about that day. <laughs> I, I am so happy that um, that I found a, a fellow enthusiast and and I guess along the line you would just like to focus on the bandeja. Yes, that's my plan. I'd love to absolutely love. Well, it's it's difficult juggling everything. Um, and uh, having said that, I've got some lovely clients as well. So on the PR side, really difficult. But um, at heart, I'm a journalist. And I love producing something I and mean, bringing out a print edition. Do you know what? I, I listened to your interview with Ben, uh, Ben Nichols from Paddle 22. And he said something that I, I can't even remember the exact phrase he came out with, but it basically amounts to how super exciting is it that we are, we are involved in what essentially is a new sport and everybody's doing something you're doing an amazing podcast for a new sport that given if you if I'd said to you five years ago you know Dennis do you think you would be doing a podcast for a new racket sport that's going to take set the world alight what would you have said yeah no I mean I really appreciate you you think that it's a good podcast I mean <laughs> I had a bit of bit of experience before that but you know I'm, I'm trying to do my best and 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 this sport definitely uh, deserves uh, great people who who uh, who found their their metal somewhere else, and now now everyone from different areas are doing a collected effort to 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 make this to make this something special. And and what I can say is that I've heard about paddle twelve years ago for the first time, and obviously I didn't have a clue what it was. And I know that it was. I mean, I've I've heard about it, but. But it, it has been an interesting one because in Spain, twelve years ago, it was already big, and if um, everyone did their did their research on 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 how what the companies are connected to pedal, and and to be fair, there isn't much on the English language yet. So I know that the Bandeja is the first magazine. Um, there is a few podcasts, uh, but to to focus on solely the the main players of of pedal. There wasn't anything of of what I'm aware of, so it's just it's just really good. And 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 to answer your question, I 
I would have possibly said, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't even know where to, to begin. I didn't even know pretty much what a podcast was five years ago. So, so I never, never actually thought that that's going to happen, but, but I'm, I'm just happy that, that I started it. Um, I have to say that Ben Nichols has been an absolute pleasure to have on the show. And, and he's, uh, he's such a lovely bloke. He has been sending me everyone ever since, um, and and there's some massive things in the making as well. So I, I will have a, 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 a one of the pedal gods as well. I'm not going to say more about it for the moment, but hopefully it will it will turn out to be um, um, one of the best episodes apart from from yours, obviously, and Ben's and Francesco's and whoever features. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what that is exactly it there's so many people to talk to and so many people that are super interesting I mean I uh, one of the again in the early days I met a guy called Minter Dial who is a legend an absolute paddle, paddle legend um, and he he got his father to write a feature about where pedal came from um, in the first issue and it was super interesting because it it, it involved um, just just mind-blowing information um, so he, he was there are just so many interesting people and everybody is just so excited about it there's so many courts going up now um, we sort of it's almost like we're somehow just supercharged a little bit um, you spoke about Bristol um, we covered that in issue two because it is going to be the biggest centre outside London for courts and I think in just a few weeks time it's probably going to have nearly 35 courts between 30 and 35 I can't remember the exact number um so you've got the big guys a surge you've already got paddle for all there um and then we are paddles going in um and I've had a I've had a yeah and rocket paddle I've spoken to Mr rocket paddle as well that was super interesting um and I had a video come through this morning that um showed me the inside of we are paddle which is looking good so um it, it you know what it's it's really great and then the plans for London obviously Canary Wharf is sort of the home of Paddle in the UK because that's where the first courts went. That goes back to Tom Murray, who's now head of Paddle at the LTA. Um, and he had a group of people that he was working with and they had their courts in Canary Wharf. So it's, you know, it is just super interesting. And there's the, I've, the last couple of weeks as well, there's been a couple of other people have come forward. One particular person that um, is doing something completely outside the box that nobody else is doing. Um, and when he told me the plans and what he's got going on and where he wants to take it, I was like, oh my word. Well, that's a front cover. Well, that's a front cover. Can you please come and talk to me when I can talk to you about this? And can I, the photography is going to be immense um so it's it's everybody is finding niches and that's what is amazing about it as well there's everything to play for quite literally um and it's and it's great being part of this community really oh, yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent i'm and and back to your your last question as well i was actually thinking about it while you were while you were saying um i mean it's such a teaser that that now you're not even saying anything on what this mind blowing thing is but, <laughs> but we will have to wait and find out i guess uh hopefully you will tell me off air <laughs> <laughs> no you won't yeah okay great no, so so uh, and also i never actually thought that any anything can be as exciting for me as tennis and and I'm at that place now that I think it it almost 
excites me as much. And even the professional tour, we haven't touched the professional tour. I mean, we have in, in many ways that you said the four nations and also uh, Sam and, 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 uh, you know, there's Nikhil and, and we, we, we spoke about quite a few guys uh, previously, you know, I've, I'm actually playing with the Juan Lebron frame. So, um, you know, pedal is such a spectacle sport as well. So it's a really a spectator sport because it's, it's really easy to see. It's, it's a lot easier to follow than for example, squash is because squash is with the glass cages it's still not as not as enjoyable it never really picked up as much uh as as now pedal is really picking up um and and yeah i mean we we spoke about with ben and that's that's also i wanted to pick your brain on that one um because tom tom murray is doing an amazing job with the lta and now the lta is obviously behind pedal um do you think in a few years there's going to be a separate entity who will govern pedal because it will outgrow the lta's side hassle listen to the answer that ben gave to this and i thought exactly i don't want to be asked that question um, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um i think do you know what i am so new to paddle um, and I'm new to sport in many ways because my background is in newspapers um, and in construction, PR construction and stuff. So I am a real newcomer to the sports arena in this, in this respect, in terms of, you know, being sort of part of it. Um, play sport all my life. I still do lots of different sports and absolutely love it. So I think I don't know, actually the answer to that question. Um, and I'm, in, in many ways, I don't think it's up to me to have a view either, because I'm a journalist, I'm here to report on it. Um, what I think doesn't really matter. Um, and it's it sort of, it's almost slightly immaterial at this point in time as well, because actually, what do we want to happen? We just need more courts. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we need, and we need more coaches and we need more. Um... We need more, don't we? We just need more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I 100% agree. And sorry about the question. I really didn't want to no, 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 no. go against the wall. And, and I think, you know, if we're talking about needing more, I think Tom probably would say that, you know, more resource would be great. Um, it's just everybody just needs more. We need more yeah. paddle. Everybody needs more paddle in their lives. I think if we had more paddle in our lives, we would just be so much happier. I am I am really happy already in in that perspective that I'm I'm trying to play three four times a week so I'm 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 absolutely <laughs> I know and I don't even know how to uh, how I fit that in today it has been an absolutely mental day and I'm playing from nine o'clock in the evening so I will I will have a long day today <laughs> I'm actually playing where do you play pedal for all so I I, I play in the pedal for all. Um, uh, shout out to Roxy who's who's an unbelievable um, she's. Um, She's the club manager at uh, Battle for All Lockleys, yeah. and 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 she is she is an unbelievable character, and 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 she will be quite happy that I shout out her name because she's she's great and she's doing everything she can to to make this a community. Um, there's obviously a lot of lot of amazing um, tournaments. There's the Spring Cup at the moment, and and I'm and I don't really want to mention it every time that Battle for All is so good, but at the moment there's no no competition for them, and they were the the first and and they were the quickest to react to that, and and they did a really good job. Yes, the four courts is definitely not enough for the whole of Bristol, and also there's two which I'm pretty sure you've heard about, and I also mentioned it in the first two episodes as well. Um, my tennis club Redland Green is also building two outside courts, which will 
will be the first two, like the the, the first two outside courts in Bristol, because everything else will be indoors. And I can say after playing in Spain outdoors, how amazing that is. It's great to play indoors, but when it's sunny, battle is something else. That's super interesting. Yeah, because our courts in Molden, when I started playing, they were uncovered and then they covered them. And in summer, it is beautiful when the music's playing and stuff. Absolutely felt like being on holiday. But then come the winter, it's a little bit more difficult, isn't it? But that's great because there's a real mix. Um, And it's, do you know what? You you talk about Surge. I mean, Surge has been a really, it, it sort of, when it came along, it changed the landscape in Harrogate and then Wheel Paddle came along and changed the landscape again in Derby and and Roscoe Muller and his team have done a great job in Derby and I think that has been really instrumental in bringing all the big tournaments giving a venue that you can put the big tournaments in and it's so it's going to be fantastic to have more indoor facilities with enough courts to drive that forward so that you know it can be more it can be bigger and it it can be better I don't always think bigger is better and I don't think we need to go down the Swedish model where some of them I mean Bristol's going to have 30 something courts go to Sweden you can get that number of courts at one location indoors I don't think we need that I think you know we've sort of up to 14 I think Rocket's going to be about 14 isn't it I can't remember I think Um, it's going to be the biggest uh, biggest center out of all out of uh, the whole of the UK yeah, it will be the biggest today. And I think that's probably about as big as we need to go, yep. potentially. But then I come from the point of view that I'm just a journalist. I'm just here to report on it. So it's not up to me. It's not my my point of view doesn't really matter. But um, but yeah, I think you community is so important. Everybody talks about community. And I think to have a successful venue and successful courts, you have to put effort into building your community. Yeah, hundred percent. And and when you when you say that, um, we we spoke about it with Ben as well that it might be going a, a bit too quickly for its own good. But what I believe is that it's so. I I asked the question and I and I still don't really know the answer and and I guess time will tell. But but we we didn't really we couldn't really answer if if it's if it's going a bit too quick for its own good. But I think that at the moment, there's such uh, an unbelievable, um, just the, 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 whole, the whole industry just booming. It is the fastest growing sport in the world. It is really, really popular in, in the UK. It seems like everyone is talking about it in Bristol, at least in the tennis and in the squash communities. So I think it's good that we will have so many courts and and Playtomic Surge is doing an unbelievable job in in perspective that I'm getting the texts every day and there's there's quite a lot going on. So it's great. Um, What I want to say and and what I wanted to ask and sort of we are we are running out of time and I, I appreciate that you are running two businesses all at once and you are and you're a busy mom as well. So, you know, I don't really want to take a lot of your time. Let's talk about girls. And and let's talk about, um, you mentioned that I should invite um, quite a few um, players in, in terms of like players, I mean, um, members of the pedal community. And, and obviously we spoke about Tia Norton with Ban. And also I just want to ask a few like your your take, and you mentioned the ladies' communities in pedal, but I want to pick your brain on on pedal in general can right the wrongs of tennis in terms of like equal pay, equal um, court coverage, 
And when you say ladies, I that's the first sport I have to say where I almost as much enjoy watching uh, women's paddle as I do in terms of professional sport as men's because it is not maybe not as quick, but the shot selection is sometimes even better than the men's. I agree with you. Um, it's almost balletic at times um, and it's slow as well both for the men's and for the ladies there's like an the, the game that's what I love about the game it has an ebb and a flow um and it will sort of it will go slow for a bit um but yeah from having watched some of the I mean the FIP London last year had some um did they have the ladies there yeah I'm sure they did didn't they um just watching some really high level ladies play it is just um, it's it's immense and you just think oh that, that they make it look so easy why couldn't I do why can't I do that and then you realize that they're just so good at what they do that it does look easy but it, that is what the game should be about we're we are taught not to hit the ball hard you do not need to hit the ball hard to win the point it's more like it's I mean paddles being compared to chess hasn't it um, and it's all about setting up the point and you just sort of play and play to put yourself in the right position. Um, but yeah, having watched, I've watched Tia play um, and Tia's very recently started playing with Amy, who um, again is from Malden. We've got you know some phenomenal players that have come out of Essex um, and they're doing super well together. So, um, I mean, the, the ladies game is quite strong. I'm also really interested in the junior side of it as well. Um, and how we bring our juniors through and what their route is you know if if you're playing if you're the top of your club um and you're we we put did a feature on oliver grantham in this last issue um and he's a very good player and he plays with grown-ups because there are no other juniors so we need to get a real groundswell of juniors coming through so that there are enough numbers of them for them to be able to compete ably against one another so that we can drive the game forward and actually then we can start you know people don't come into tennis and progress onto paddle they start with paddle and that's how we're going to move the game forward it's going to be a generational thing it's going to take ages you know to actually to get to the point where we need to we would like to be on on sort of the worldwide stage with our play but you know, it's it, it you know i just i get lost for words because i'm just so excited about it all Okay, so you mentioned quite a few um, really important figures who I will try to to um, to invite to the podcast, and I wanted to ask about the um, the ladies because we, we it has been, and I don't want to be a, a men's focused presenter of a podcast, so I, I wanted to ask about uh, you mentioned Sally Fisher, who's doing an unbelievable job with the senior GB uh, ladies team, and I wanted to ask on 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 how does that work? If anyone wants to get involved, either men or women, women or men, it doesn't matter. Who do they have to reach out? What, what can you tell us about that? I can talk to you more about the ladies because I've, I've had more to do with them. Now, Sally Fisher um, has got an immense team. Um, she works with Libby Fletcher um, and there's Anthea Hunt. Um, just the, the, their setup is really well organized um, and they went to Vegas so both the men's and the ladies seniors went to Vegas last year um, the women came eighth in the world which was um, absolutely amazing achievement um, so the ladies 
have open selection events. That's why I was in Harrogate at Surge, just not actually taking part, but just, you know, meeting the ladies and there were various people that had been invited along. I think um, you're looking at grade one, grade two um, on the LCA ranking, but it is open to anybody. So if you think that you can, you know, you want to have a go, uh, the best place to get in touch with them is their Instagram account. At the top of my head, I can't remember what it is, but just GB Seniors would probably take you there or come through me, um, like the, the Bandeka Instagram account, and you will find it through that route as well so yeah they just have open selection events um and there was some some women there that i met that had just gone along and were trying out and they were in the team at derby a couple of weekends ago so it's you know it's very democratic um you can just go along and try out so yeah it's cool yeah 100 percent. i have to say that you just have to play paddle and and once you play paddle you will just get the news from from either uh, you and the bandeja or me or or someone connected to paddle and just just get into the sport because it's definitely worth it. Emma, just uh, before I let you go, um, please please do give the bandeja a little bit of um, um, the the short term plans on what the bandeja wants to reach and and what your next few issues will roughly be about so that the listeners can actually check it out. Okay, so you can go on to www.thebandeka.com. It's B-A-N-D-E-J-A. Um, and the website's coming in a couple of weeks. At the minute, we've just got a very basic holding page. You can sign up on that holding page um, and then you'll get notifications when new magazines come out. Um, if you sign up, you also automatically enter every single competition. We make it dead easy. Once you've given us your details, you're entered into the competition from here to eternity, pretty much at the moment. So um, yeah, so the website's coming in a couple of weeks. Um, the next issue, because my workload is a little hefty, um, I, I, that that's what I need to get sorted out is regularity of the issues. Um, but if you sign up in between the issues, you will get the Bandeka Bite Size, which is an email newsletter that comes out probably once every three weeks, once every four weeks now, just updating you on what's going on, um, telling you stuff that's coming up. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit of fun at times as well. Um, so we've got the magazine, we've got the website, we've got the printed edition, which has gone down phenomenally well. Um, I've sold quite a lot of copies I was actually absolutely amazed at it so I just want to say thank you to everybody that has said that they would like a, an issue um, it's been phenomenal um, I'm looking Instagram as well we've got an Instagram page which is really fun so you can check us out on all of those features I'm going to keep those under my hat because we've got some some nice ideas we've got some new features that will be launching into um, future issues as well um, but yeah just keeping on top of the news so just do you know what if you've got any paddle news we'd love to know we have club features in each issue so it'll love news about what your paddle club is up to um i'm really aware that a lot of people have reached out to me um from paddle clubs and paddle facilities and i've I really struggled to keep on top of that. So if you have reached out or we've had conversations and nothing's come of it, I haven't forgotten. Um, so yeah, I will get around to it. It's just it's just been a little bit mad. Um, one of the things, do you know what I did want to mention? And we haven't talked about numbers of courts and stuff, but we are heading now, amazingly, I think 250, which is absolutely phenomenal from where we were a couple of years ago. And there's been, I don't know if you saw on my LinkedIn, there's a story about GLL, which is going to be developing paddle courts through its better leisure centres. And I think this is going to be absolutely instrumental in almost bringing paddle to the people because they are going to go into lots of different locations that you necessarily, a commercial operator 
maybe would not consider. Um, and they're looking at a hundred locations and potentially putting three courts in three. So in you know the swipe of a pen by signing that deal, they'd um, game for paddle are doing their courts, putting their courts in and operating them. Um, you know, in a swipe of a pen, they could double the number of courts in the UK in whatever time scale. So that is super exciting. And I say, you know, we talk about the various projects that are going to be you talked about Canary Wharf. I talked about the project that I can't talk about. Um, but there's 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 just so much exciting stuff going on. And you you have got an absolute mine of people to talk to as well, of super interesting people. So yeah, so good luck and I wish you all the very best. The, likewise, likewise. Emma. And and also I I wanna uh, wanna ask you to send uh, the list all the guys who you mentioned because it would be unbelievable to just uh, tag them all along on on LinkedIn on on uh, on Instagram so people can can follow them and, and get the news and get get all the information uh, special shout out to Paddle Shack as well because they they have been doing an unbelievable job for you guys so uh yeah and and obviously everyone else who you mentioned I mean I've got my own own friends I don't have any sponsors yet but maybe along the line I will have some uh, so all, all jokes aside, I, I really do appreciate it. And, and it has been really, really um, insightful. And, and hopefully, you know, we can just push battle forwards. Excellent. Thank you so much. It's been great meeting you. Cheers. Thank you very much.